The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Tuesday, 26th of May. The Fujicast. Welcome to the Fujicast uh, for what is, Kev, the final Tech Free Tuesday. Uh oh. Oh, I'm going to miss Tech Free Tuesday. I know, or No Tech Tuesday. What, what did we end up calling it? It's had sort of several names over the last couple of weeks, I think. Tech free, I think. Tech free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think we can carry on a tech free Tuesday of sorts um, because, uh, of course, when we start recording the, uh, the the weeklies with each other, then we we were just starting to do some YouTube stuff, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I reckon this would sort of translate nicely over onto to some of those fun little YouTube things we were doing. Yeah. yeah, what do you think? I agree. Yeah, so we'll, we'll carry on of sorts. And if there are some sort of tech-free ones that are quite, quite sort of good for photography answers, we'll just shove them in the uh, the weekly show as well. So, well, we could always do like once every six weeks or something. Could be a tech-free uh, weekly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, but never seems ring to it, does it? It doesn't really. No, <laughs> you know, and I'm not sure what you want to rhyme with weekly. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, well, uh, welcome to the the final Tech Free Tuesday in the in the dailies on the daily podcast, uh, which was once weekly, now daily, uh, and of course going back to weekly from the the eighth of June. Um, we're we're going to mop up these questions, so we're going to fire through them. Um, are you ready? Should we go for? Oh, by the way, first of all, we um, myself and Kev, I'm not sure you might actually be sort of raising your eyebrow at me now. Uh, as if to say, no, this wasn't an arrangement. We didn't agree to mention this. But myself and Kev have just entered um, a, f- a physical fitness arrangement. Fat challenge. <laughs> fat challenge. What was that thing on uh, on Little Britain? Fat fat busters, wasn't it? Or something like that. <laughs> fat fighters. <laughs> you are oh, something yeah. else, that one. Dust. Dust. <laughs> dust, please. Dust. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid that's all we're going to be eating for the next uh, month, month and uh, one week, isn't it? So we're not going to say the actual weight because we did get a question about this, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago on Tech Free Tuesday? Was it even last week, maybe? Uh, yeah, somebody asked how, how, mm. how, how, we'd, uh, how we'd expanded during the lockdown. <laughs> and the answer was we had yeah. e- each. So we're going for um, it's a certain amount of weight loss and we need to get it by the end of June, don't we? Yeah. So for you, what does that mean? You need to cut out uh, beer, mostly, well, entirely. Is that going to is that going to be easy? Because as we enter, I mean, it's, it's practically bean barbecue season anyway. But look at it outside today; it's another beautiful day. Yeah, but you know, the thing for me is that I I like to have a beer. You know, you know that. But it's not. I, I definitely since the lockdown, I've kind of just gone. Well, I'm just going to have one. Um, but actually, usually after a few, I'm like, oh, I don't want another one. But then I just do because they're in the house. So, uh, <laughs> and also, it's not going to be exclusively gone forever. You know, for example, this week, my challenge to myself, to my little city head is Friday. When we do the pub quiz on Friday, then I'll, I'll have a beer. Or mm. maybe I'll have a, a you know, a, a little posh glass of rosé or something instead. Mm. But I'm going to try not to have, between now and then, 65 tins of beer <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I, ne- next door um they're already doing they've sparked up the barbie already it's mm. a sunny day and I, i'm thinking oh duh, that'd be a nice couple of ribs and a, a couple of beers which i'm not going to do because we've started from now haven't we we started from now both of us on this yeah. chat on this challenge we're on um but that's going to be tricky so what what do you what do you what do you drink when you smell that lovely barbie going and you think oh yeah that'd be nice to sit out there read my book have a little beer what do you do instead i i i like um i drink a lot of kind of very weak squash that's what i typically oh. drink you know when i'm normally 
existing. It's not very, very weak squash. I like that. I have it in a, um, uh, you know, an exercise bottle. What do you call those things? What? You know, like a, 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 you know, one of those plastic bottles with a straw at the top. You know, that you might take to the gym or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, but yeah, I know what you mean. Oh right, okay. So you exercise just you just keep it on. So I've got my little water bottle here. Oh, yeah, that's the word I meant. Water bottle. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, my, my one has on the side of it a morning and afternoon target. It should actually have loo breaks all the way down it. <laughs> so, but uh, but I try to put a bit of lemon in there. If you have any ideas, by the way, what sort of stuff can you drink when you're not allowed to drink beer? Mm. Anyway, let's leap into these questions. Adam, Adam Ramjing. Hello, chaps. Quick question from me. Who would win be- uh, between you two in an arm wrestle? Oh, that's easy, Kev. Kev would. <laughs> I don't know. You're all muscle. You're, You're all... quite a strong-looking chap. No, just big. <laughs> jo- <laughs> I think. I think personally, I, th- I do think it's Kev because because um, of his rugby background. He's all muscle. Is Kev, and he's determined dense, as well. Dense jammer calls me. <laughs> dense. Your body's so dense because I can't float in a swimming pool. Uh, I'm, I not, just think. I'm not sure that's the reason she's calling you dense. Uh, jo- <laughs> John Basley. Question for Kev. Did your lovely family pet affectionately known as Git get his or her name because of a defining moment of Gitness, or was it a culmination of a small gradual Git-like event that caused the name to stick? <laughs> good question. Very good question. And of course, his real name isn't Git. His no, real name not. is Monty. Monty, of course, yeah. But, but now known affectionately as Git. Git, yeah, no, he's, he's good as gold, bless him, but he just stinks, you know, he's, like, he's into everything and eats everything and licks everything. And I'm like, oh my god, get. What's the worst thing he's ever done? I remember when you first. Oh, I, 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 I no. remember when you first took him on, no. and the stuff you used to tell me. I was thinking, no, make no. him sleep outside. No, I'm not saying <laughs> it's. It's just, you know me. Normally, I, I'm happy to say almost everything, but I will not well, say that thing. Give us, give us something slightly better than the sort of th- stuff that he's done that's not as bad as the one you can't say. Well, it's it's all pretty bad, really. But no, he's not. He's fine. It's just, you know, it's boy boy dogs, isn't it? They like to do yeah. things with their tongues on their own bodies oh. and then run up to you and lick your eyeballs and oh, things like that. stop and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Whereas Izzy doesn't do anything. She just yeah. kind of sits there with a little prince's hat on. No. Just kind of looks beautifully at everything being perfect and then uh, and then monty the git runs around you know he'll he'll leap up as soon as anybody even breathes outside the window he'll yap leap in the air knock my drink over yap at the window <laughs> knock everything else over step on my phone and dial the police all but he kinds has of stuff he has building. loads of character your dog yeah, he's got loads of character. Loads of character. How old, do, is, how old is Git, by the way? Uh, he's only, he's about two. Oh my God, you've got him for years then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, George Jamison, what's the biggest professional boo-boo that you've both made in any of your jobs? So not necessarily photographically here. I remember once when I worked at Microsoft, I, uh, I we were, you could, it was right in the early days of Microsoft Exchange Server and stuff like that, and they, uh, they, they, it was the first time we had like groups, email groups and things, stuff like that. And, and whenever you had something to sell at Microsoft, you would send it to, a, you know, your team or whatever. Say, you know, I've got a got an old computer I'm selling if you're interested and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And a friend of mine who's now an ex-friend of mine said, oh, send it to this email address because more people will get to see it. And I'm not going to read out the email address because it still exists. And I know this still exists. <laughs> anyway, this particular email address at Microsoft.com went to every single person in the entire on 
in Microsoft, everybody worldwide, oh, including in, Bill Gates, including and, Bill. And uh, I was only on my work placement at the time, and I got, I got, um, I got hauled into the manager's office. Oh no! You should not be <laughs> doing. You know, there are very important people who do not want to know that you're selling a Dell laptop. <laughs> ever. Uh, and the other, the worst thing about it was, I said, comes complete with Microsoft Office. <laughs> and, were, and he was like. And you can't sell software yeah. without licensing it, blah, blah, blah. Did, did, did maybe the, the great Bill from on high, did he have anything to say about it? He should have his own jingle, really, should Bill on high. <laughs> did, did he say anything? Kev, you know, you can't I, I suspect this. his emails went through his, uh, his PA <laughs> or something first, so hopefully he never got to see it. Yeah. He, <laughs> still owe, he still owes you some money, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, yeah. It was a good Well, I have thought of one, actually, um, which goes back to radio days. Now, actually, Radio 1. Um, um, I, I did um, an early morning show for quite a while at the weekends when I was there. And uh, I remember one early morning, I, I, I was just doing what I do, and I made a mistake going into a record. And I threw, I hated, you know, one of the things presenters try to do is they talk over the intro to get up to the vocal, don't they? Yeah? Mm -hmm. You take great pride in that. And I think I, I, I did what's called crashed the lyrics. So... I was so angry. I'd been. I'd made a number of mistakes, and this one was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I threw my, I just, I threw my headphones off, and I shouted F it <laughs> really loudly, only to look down and see the microphone was still faded up. <laughs> In other words, switched on. <laughs> Who was that person that you, you, that you said? Uh, uh, he played a record and said, oh, is this such a shame that he's died? Oh, Bob died Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's still alive now. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, though, there is a slight claim to fame with that because Piers Morgan, who was, uh, I think he was doing the Bizarre column at the time. Was he? Um, I'm sure he was. He was involved in The Sun anyway. Um, he uh, he wrote this big thing about how Radio 1 disc jockeys knew nothing about music and, and, um, and quoted me. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> so thanks oh, Piers. would have been bob dylan's 71st birthday <laughs> i know if he was still alive today what a shame <laughs> yeah so mine tend to be uh radio related um fortunately haven't made too much of a boo-boo yet in photography um chris leak could either of you do the kind of things that they do on I'm a Celeb, like the Bush Tucker Trials? I think I know the answer to this straight away. Like the Bush Tucker Trials, being in holes with insects or having a spider in your mouth. I reckon I could do... I reckon I could do most of it. I have to say, I always say this to Gemma because I don't believe they would give you, put you in danger in these things. It's horrible, but I don't think they're going to put a spider in your mouth that's going to, you know, has got venom in it or anything. However, I wouldn't like that. But what I couldn't do... I couldn't bite something like a ostrich, ostrich, ostriches, ostrich testicle, an ostrich ostrich's testicle. I should have picked an easier animal, shouldn't I? Like sheep's testicle. Yeah. Uh, that explodes in your mouth or the eyeball. Oh, the explode. Oh, yeah. No, I couldn't do that. No, but you could actually put a spider in your mouth. I think really? I could do that. Yeah, I think so because I don't believe that. I mean, I wouldn't do that generally in the bush, obviously. But I, I you know, I, I, okay, I tend well, to think that they're not going to put dangerous animals in your mouth live on ITV at seven o'clock. All right. Well, let me throw this one at you then. Okay, a maybug, which we talked about last week. Now, a maybug does nothing to you. It's completely harmless. It's clumsy and it flies into your head, but it won't hurt you. Oh yeah, I could easily bite on them. <laughs> could you really? No. The I other day you no, ran out the room. 
I, I, I'd be all right. It's just that, you know, when you're in bed and you've got one buzzing around in the room. Mm. No, that's not for me. But yeah, I would do it. If they paid me enough money, I would do anything. What about being in those holes with insects and putting your hands in amongst cockroaches? And, and sometimes you're in there with those, those baby crocodiles and stuff like that. And they're nipping at you and lobsters. and I could do that. I'm sure yeah. I could do it. I mean, I would have to. I'm sure it might be a bit different if the opportunity was there in front of me, but I'm sure I could do it again because I don't think they would ever put you in front of danger. So there's th- there's this, these things called pestrons in the UK that they take round to show people that you can live on on eating insects, and and um, so they put little grubs in amongst your lettuce and stuff like that, um, mm. and and you you get a chance to feed on it. Could you do that? I wouldn't do it just because you know it's this is like a new trendy hipster way of eating or something yeah. no i wouldn't i don't want to eat poor little grubs mm. but no i could do it if they were if it was on a tv show and they were paying me money <laughs> it's, it's all in- <laughs> <laughs> well uh, do you know what you would have to sort of um in, to use a horrible old-fashioned phrase man up wouldn't you because you'd be thinking how many millions of people are watching this thinking you know kev go on kev go on eat it go on my son go on yeah because yeah. if you if you if you um they just vote those that they think are the weakest into those things, don't they? If you, yeah, generally. If you yeah. show any fear, you just get voted over and over into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been some very, very funny scenes on that program. Yeah, there are. I, I like that show. Right, uh, Nick Cloyden sent in uh, quite a few, um, so uh, let's take just a couple of his. Which cartoons do you still watch? For me, that's easy, The Simpsons, because I, I you know, I'm, that counts as a cartoon. I know it's an adult one, but it counts, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I don't watch that though. I did watch, accidentally watched um, Finding Dory the other day, and it was hysterical. <laughs> really like that. Kids were watching it. Yeah, are oh, those those all, all those are great, aren't they? And Cars, yeah. like Cars. Yeah. Tell me what about the Simpsons though? They they have um, predicted so much stuff on that show, haven't they? Well, I'm going to burst your bubble a bit here. Oh, no, don't don't. I... <laughs> well, the the three that I remember are. Um... He says Ebola outbreak, um, Donald Trump being president. Yeah, but you, if you go to Snopes.com, right. there's a whole section on things that the Simpsons didn't actually predict, but people oh. think they did predict. So what happened was a lot of clever people put like clips together, parts of different episodes of The Simpsons, and said, look, they predicted that Donald Trump would be president and everything. No. and. And it actually wasn't quite true. Oh. Although that one might be true, but the, a lot of them aren't. Oh, okay. okay. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I thought that was my Nostradamus of the cartoon world. <laughs> yeah. Snopes.com is amazing. Anything is that comes up on Facebook or anything and you think, hmm, I'm not sure about that, go to Snopes.com. Snopes, S N O P E S dot com. Yep. Fact check Fact checker. Yeah. All right. Um, what are the three things you would do if you were stranded in a rainforest to ensure your survival? I'd only need one. I'd, I hope my mobile would be with me. I'd call up Bear Grylls. Hello, Bear. Any chance you can pop over? Uh, to ensure your survival. Well, I don't know. What are you meant to do? Aren't you meant to meant to dig a hole, mm. keep yourself warm? Yeah. You'd have to um, wee in a in a cup that obviously you'd have, and then oh, boil that. that and drink it. Yeah. <laughs> and God. then you'd have to look for grubs and eat them. I'd probably yeah. look for the water first. But, but wherever you can find the grubs, you sort of need to then live off the uh, you can last for months without eating can't you it's drinking you need yeah um actually paul had another one here which is quite interesting uh would you mind getting famous even if it's from bad publicity oh i don't think i'd like that 
No, I'd like to keep my nose clean. No, I would never. I would. I would hate to be famous. I have to say. I mean, I'd like the money, and the cars and everything else, but I wouldn't want to be followed around and you know I hate all that stuff. I would hate it. Yeah, and and as soon as they, I mean, at the moment, whether you like him or not, I can't say I'm particularly partial to him. But let's mention him, Dominic Cummings. Okay, what whatever he's done, whatever he hasn't done. Um, I tell you what, now the press have got their claws into him because in, instead of in, in, instead of sort of spinning his way out of it, in a, I'm not sure if you could have done that, to be honest, but he, he sort of went into loggerhead battle with them. And I think once they've got, once they've got their claws into you, they're not going to give up, are they? I saw a picture on the BBC News this, just this afternoon, actually, of uh, <laughs> he was getting out of his car and there's about 30 newspaper photographers and they've all got masks on. But they're all literally shoulder to shoulder, cheek, jowl to jowl, pushing mm. each other out of the way, trying to get these pictures. And I'm thinking, that's not social distancing. No, no. Well, that's what, he's, that's what he told them off for, wasn't it? He said, uh, two metres, two metres. And you could see they were thinking, we'll get you, we'll get you. Yeah. Steve Ward, a, a friend of mine um, um, from, well, quite a long, I haven't spoken to him for ages. He'd make a fascinating guest, actually. I must get again in touch with him. Um, he worked uh, in the press packs. And he said one of the uh, one of the tricks we used to pull on each other while we were on our ladders is we'd lean across and just switch focus <laughs> on the ca- on the camera that was next to us. Uh, uh, this one is from Wayne Lovies from Newfoundland and Labrador and Canada, which I think sounds like one of the most idyllic places to live. Uh, Neil and Kev love the show. Listen to it every morning. It's a ray of photographic sunshine in a COVID nineteen storm. Yada yada yada. Um, a two-part question. Firstly, if you could have dinner with any photographer, alive or dead, who would it be? Secondly, if you could have been a wedding photographer for any couple, alive or dead, who would it be? Bit of a theme going on here from Wayne Lovies. Well, I had a chance to think about this, so if you if you're if you want a second, I'll go for mine first, shall I? Um, yeah. I would very much like to have dinner with Salgado because I think it will bring so much balance to my life. Um, mm. I think to be able to talk to him about the world might not like everything i hear because he's very much a realist um but i just think he would be um fascinating personally photographically emotionally spiritually all of it and as for photographing a couple's wedding um i think i know who you're going to choose by the way because you can go back in time with it i think i'd love to have um shot something like richard burton and elizabeth taylor's wedding actually two because they got married twice Actually, be, being a Hollywood photographer, you could probably base your career around just a couple of brides and grooms, couldn't you, for all that repeat business? Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> under Welsh, they, uh, they, in their little stand, they still have their old deer park. There's still a seat that was uh, Richard Burton's no, uh, seat. Really? Yeah. He used to come watch with Elizabeth Taylor. She used to wow. go, they used to both go there in the 70s. And they kept the seat there with his name still on there. it. Yeah. Brilliant. Says Richard's seat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. So go yeah. on. Who, who's uh, so dinner with somebody, and then uh, who would you? Whose wedding would you photograph? I think I'd like to have dinner with David Bailey. Ooh. Oh, I ne- nearly chose him. Why would you choose him? Because we'd only talk about photography for five minutes, and then we'd just get drunk. <laughs> Unless you're on this thing that you're doing at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um... Sorry, David. I'm on orange juice today. <laughs> what the f- are you talking about? Have a beer and shut the f- up. <laughs> Uh, um, and weddings, I would do Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. Oh God, and Anne Boleyn. Yeah. Which uh, now uh, remind me of my history. Did she last? 
No, um, no, I don't think any of them lasted really. In the end, one of them did. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, Berlin, I mean uh, no. So hang on, I'm I'm thinking now. I mean, physically last. It was Catherine of Aragon was first, mm. and then Anne Boleyn, I think was second, and she she was she was beheaded, definitely. And then I th- was it Jane? Did Jane Seymour or Anne of Cleves come next? I think right. Jane Seymour came next. Yeah, Henry the Eighth and Anne Boleyn. Henry the Eighth and Anne Boleyn. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I wonder if that was a lavish do. Probably was, wasn't it? I'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they had a disco or a band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have had the um, probably a chocolate fountain. They, no, they wouldn't have had a chocolate fountain, would they? Do you imagine? Oh no, Henry VIII. He did like a, a sweet meal, didn't he? Oh yeah, he was. He'd have, de- he would have, de- he'd have had a carvery, wouldn't he? Definitely a carvery. He wouldn't have wanted one of these sort of. He wouldn't have wanted just the chicken to come out with a couple of blobs of potato. He'd said no. He wanted a carvery. <laughs> They could yeah. get it back again. Give uh, me the whole chicken. Do you imagine that? A magician. He'd have wanted a magician. Yeah. Well, he would have had the court jesters. They would have been there. <laughs> imagine in those days how, how different were. Oh, yeah, court jesters instead of magicians. So it does kind of work. Mm. So he'd have had, um, had you know, he would have had music, entertainment. But mm-hmm. i tell you what he probably wouldn't have had. He wouldn't have had the chair cover lady. <laughs> no, chair cover lady wouldn't have been there, no. I'm not paying three sovereigns for chair covers. <laughs> Right, yeah. Ali Stewart Ross. We've only got a couple more. Then that's then that's it. Um, there were a few questions from Ali Stewart Ross. Um, so uh, what should we go for? If you had to go and live and work abroad as a photographer, where would you relocate to? I've always fancied going to live in Spain. Ah, there we go. And, and either making my living as a photographer or running a B and B. Yes, um, and offering residential photography courses. So which country would you choose to go to? And do you think you could get enough work to survive? So says Ali Stewart-Ross, friend of the show. Well, for me, this all depends on whether this is real-life opportunity or whether it's, you know, your dream life. Do a bit and, of dream. Do a bit of dream. Okay, so that would involve me not having the family. And, you know, let's just let's just say I'm 21 and, you know, young and footloose and fancy-free. I don't think Gemma's very happy about that. No. I'd love to go to somewhere like one of the um, uh, research centres in the uh, South Pole really? or the North Pole. Bit yeah, co- bit cold. It doesn't. Uh, that's not the first place I was thinking you'd say. Yeah, I know. If that was that was my dream, or, or you know, like the Outer Hebrides, we talked about that the other day, then we the Isle of Arran or yeah. somewhere like that. Yeah, love all that. You know, documenting all those little lives. Well, oh. not. I don't mean little lives as in as in <laughs> you know, demeaning them, but yeah. the small amount of people that are there. Um, but in real life, if this was real life, yes, mm. then Spain. I would like to do something similar, a nice retreat in Spain, uh, somewhere near Sorbas or something like that. And actually, that's not something that we haven't thought about in the past. Are you talking about we, as in you and I, or are you talking about you and Gemma? No, me and Gemma, yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't remember you talking to me about it. Yeah, yeah. me and Gemma. Next time. Hello, talk. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that definitely wasn't me then. That, that was definitely you and Gemma. Yes. Um, last one, last Tech Free Tuesday question. Um, we've gone all through them, and it's this one. Terry with an I, um, Hetherington. So you're both wedding photographers and reasonably well-known ones. I like this. Well, Kevin is anyway. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, however, you could wake up today still with your business, still with a level of achievement, but in a totally different type, style, or genre of photography – what would that skill set be? What would you choose? Does that mean looking at a difference, you know, photographing something completely different other than weddings, mm. but have a similar kind of income? Ooh, well, for me, I suppose there's two for me. I'd quite like to be a behind-the-scenes sports photojournalist. 
you know, like in on the team bus with the Welsh rugby team, in the oh, changing yeah. rooms, you know, in the bars afterwards, yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, or I'd quite like to be a political photographer as well. Oh, that's interesting. Why, why would you choose that? Well, I just think you get a lot of good, you know, and I don't mean the stuff you see in the papers. I mean the, the stuff that comes out in the autobiographies 20 mm. years after they've retired, mm. that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. I quite like that. I think that'd be interesting well i always remember um was it john swanow i think it was um who was talking about photographing margaret thatcher not everybody's favorite politician i appreciate but he said it was fascinating meeting her because she was very very um uh, she was sorted as in how she wanted to be photographed um and and so therefore when he asked her to stand against the window and be backlit she was none too impressed by the uh, by the request and uh, but i mean he pulled the picture off but um you know, i would have thought those sort of interactions would be fascinating wouldn't they mm. i think i'd choose a similar kind of we we talked about platon so much over the last couple of weeks so i feel a bit of a cliche actually repeating his name again but i think i'd choose him platon star photographer uh, portrait photographer because mm-hmm. you'd meet and interview some amazing people. I think Platon talks as much about... I mean, I think he in, quite enjoys interviewing them as, as he's photographing them. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. So yeah. I, think, I think that would be fascinating. As for being on the rugby buses, I'll leave that to your speciality. I think you'd be great. And that's it. Tech Free Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, business is done. Um, Bye, Tech Free Tuesday. No, yeah, goodbye, Tech Free Tuesday. No more, no more Tech Free Tuesdays. Although, um, shall we breathe some life back into it? And, and do them uh, on YouTube, on the uh, YouTube channel for, for the Fujicast. Yeah, why not? I think that might, might be quite fun. I've, your light, funnily enough, the lights, they're all still set up here for you. The cameras have not changed. They're still bolted in here. It's almost as if they're, they're just waiting for Kev to return. Your seat is, I, I'm looking at it now, your seat is there. It's not been sat in. And, uh, <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's been sat in by the kids, yeah. Uh, but behind you, I've changed the set slightly behind you. You know all the whiskey set that I had that was once upon. Mm-hmm. I've put it all behind you, so so you can look like <laughs> the one that needs several glasses of whiskey before he starts the show, rather than me. <laughs> but, well, I'm looking forward to getting back in the yeah, studio. Have yeah. to say, all right, mate. Well, um, uh, good luck with. Uh, so we've started, have we? Um, officially, the um, weight loss challenge has started now, has it? Indeed. There yes. should be some. Uh, we should have some sort of effect, like a bell or something. What What would be? Um, Okay, th- this this registers the start of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> After this, that's it. So you've got a certain um, kilogram that you want to get to. I've got the. I've got. Uh, we, we, are we saying it or we? No, no. Okay, no. But we will tell you if we reach it. That'll be fair. Yeah, so don't expect to hear from us again on the on the topic. <laughs> on the topic that's it. Right, Wednesday, book tomorrow. Have you chosen one yet, or are you you're going to go away and, and find one? Not yet. I will. I will. The one I had in mind, I looked on the internet and I thought, no, oh. it's totally unavailable, so I won't go for that one. So I'll get another one. All right. Well, it's uh, books tomorrow, um, and I'll, I'll see you then. Cheers, Kev. Bye bye. The Fuji Cast is an independent Loading Zone production. Goodbye, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye.